Hey guys, welcome back to Mindset Managed. Today I wanted to just do a rant or ramble or whatever you want to call it about insecurities. I've been talking all morning about insecurities basically with my sister-in-law, my brother's wife, and we just accidentally, we didn't even mean to, we just got levels deep because there's so much to talk about when you talk about what you're insecure about and the funny thing is that even before speaking to her through my finding clarity series which is on my blog you can check it out and also through um wanting to explore my own you know inner issues emotional problems all that stuff um i've been analyzing insecurities anyway and a post that i wanted to 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 write anyway for my blog was called um you're not special uh, we all have the same insecurities and I think this is so true. They, I mean, they may manifest in different ways. We may express them in different ways. We might be triggered in different ways, etc., etc. But I think at the end of it, when it all comes down to where everything's stripped away, we can all suffer with the same insecurities. And this is, for me, things like body image, um, how we see our outward appearance. It's our intelligence. It's our life choices it's our wealth and um, financial success, it's our material wealth, it's our careers, our jobs, these are all things that are very, very common insecurities. And in case you're listening to this so far and you're wondering what an insecurity is, um, I don't have a dictionary definition or anything, but for me, an insecurity is kind of like an emotional trigger. So if you're having a conversation with someone and they say something that you get offended by, or you get defensive, or you get angry, or you feel shame or sadness, basically a trigger of a negative emotion, it's probably because you have some sort of insecurity to do with that thing, or you've had a trauma to do with that thing, or a bad experience to do with that thing, and that's why you feel triggered, that's why you feel that negative emotion in that moment. And the trouble is a lot of us aren't aware of our emotions, we're not aware of our emotional reactions, we're not aware of our triggers, and so we're going around getting offended, getting angry, getting defensive, without awareness of this thing that's happening to us. And awareness goes a long way to anything in life. It's the fundamental, the foundations of anything that you want to do or how you want to feel. If you're going after a goal in life, if you want to feel better within yourself, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, then you need to get awareness. Awareness comes down to basically just switching on the the light, you know, having that clear vision of, okay, so this is what I've been doing. This is how I've been feeling. This is what I've been saying. This is what I've been thinking. Um, This probably came from this place, from this person. I feel these kinds of things in this place with this person. It's having the conscious awareness and paying attention to and focusing on the little things, the things that can so easily go unnoticed, but are actually doing a lot for us or against us every single day. And why does this matter? Well, this is all coming down to emotional intelligence, right? I haven't read the book on emotional intelligence, but I have it in my um, bookshelf and I will read it at some point. That's by Daniel Goleman. And I recommend that everyone goes reads that book because I 
believe it started basically the revolution and the understanding of such a thing as emotional intelligence but I have read other books on emotional intelligence I've obviously listened to so many podcasts and videos and other books to do with self-help and self-discovery and self-development and they all come down to this need to understand your emotions because your emotions as Mark Manson said, I believe, in The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F. (laughs) Um, He said in that book that emotions aren't um, facts, they're not facts and figures, but what they are are signposts. Emotions are feedback. It's saying, hey, something's happened here. We need to analyse what's going on in this situation because I'm feeling something. And you don't have to give in to the emotion, but you should honour it. You should recognise that it's here for a reason. It's telling you something. And it is your job, of course, to figure out what that thing is. If it's something that needs to be ignored, if it needs to be accepted, needs to be let go, then fine, you can do that. But there are some times when you need to take a step back and realise, okay, I keep getting triggered by the same things. And I don't like this. I don't want to stop it. I don't want to feel this way anymore. Because I feel that we imprison ourselves in this way when we lack awareness when we're going through life without realizing what we're doing what we're saying how we're thinking how we're feeling so if we switch on this light yes at first it might seem a bit overwhelming maybe you'll learn things about yourself that you're not too happy with (laughs) definitely but that feedback that knowledge is so important it's telling you this is who you are this is what you've been doing this is how you've been feeling and you've not realized it up until now It's saying that there's probably a reason for this and you can address that reason. You can maybe fix that reason and then feel a lot more free and at peace. As I said in one of the last week's podcast or the week before, I want to feel at peace in my life. I want to feel emotionally free uh, instead of, you know, trapped in my emotions and feeling like I'm out of control. And that comes down to first an awareness and then secondly, like emotional literacy to be able to say, okay, I'm feeling shame right now and I feel shame because of dot, dot, dot. To be able to recognise an emotion when it pops up, why you're feeling it and then to get you know, to the next step, which is to emotional management, right? You can't manage emotions if you don't know why you're feeling them. So take a step back. If you're somebody who's like, I don't want to feel anymore, I don't care anymore, which I've said before, you need to say to yourself, you cannot turn off your emotions because as Brené Brown says, the queen of all things, um, she says that you can't selectively numb emotions. So if you try to numb all the negative emotions, you know, you try not to feel them, then you will not feel joy. You will not feel belonging. You will not feel connection because those are the emotions on the good side, right? They're labeled as good emotions, but all emotions are needed. All emotions are valid. And if you try to suppress one emotion, one type, one category of emotions, then you're actually suppressing them all. So as scary and as vulnerable as you feel to to try and understand your emotions, the negative ones namely, it is so good for you to do so. It helps you to be emotionally mature and to be, you know, intellectually mature as well in a way because imagine how great your relationships will be, how great your relationship with yourself will be when you have that knowledge. Instead of lashing out at your your family or your partner or whoever, um, you might be able to actually step back and say, well, okay, in this situation, I feel triggered because what you said reminded me of something that my father used to say to me when I was young. And I hated that he said that to me. And now you've just said it and it's it's triggering me. It's hurting me. And that's such important feedback. And, you know, people get that kind of stuff from therapy. And I always advocate for therapy. But you can also do that to yourself, with yourself. If you sit with yourself, if you 
stop running from your feelings stop running from your thoughts and instead like wonder with curiosity gentle compassion and curiosity wonder where they come from wonder what it might mean you can have great feedback to help you with your life you can have great feedback to help you be a better you every time you show up in this world so bringing it back to insecurities insecurities give us emotional triggers right so for me i always thought that I, I'm like the only person <laughs> who has um, the insecurity of my intelligence. I feel like I'm not as intelligent as my, my brother, not as intelligent as my cousins. Um, I compare myself to everybody basically who has a degree from a university and I don't. Um, people who can read more books than I have or have read, you know, typically like harder books to read, like more challenging books, like the classics or, you know, non-fiction books or really long books. I'm like, oh, I haven't read those. I I must be an idiot. And it's not weird for me to feel that way. I can't remember what I was watching. It was something on TV and, oh yeah, it was a modern family. And there was an I think he's an astrophysicist or something um i might be getting that wrong um and he was so insecure about his intelligence he got the planets of jupiter wrong and then he beat himself up he was crying on the couch and it's like why like he is such a brainiac he has two degrees he's a professor he's done discoveries he's been published in papers everything he's you know the epitome of intelligence and knowledge and yet he felt dumb he felt judged he felt shame And that just proves that everyone feels this way. We've been doing things like family quizzes as well. And all of us get so agitated, wanting to be right, wanting to be right. And the point is that everyone has different levels of intelligence for one. And everyone can feel unintelligent. And I think no matter how smart you want to be or how smart you even might think you are, we all have those moments where, oh, but what if someone's smarter than me? What if someone's more intelligent than me? So going back, I I kind of want to sit with the idea that there are different types of intelligence because I really do think that one of my strongest triggers is is intelligence. So I went and analysed this. Um, There are so many different types of intelligence. And first and foremost, intelligence is not the same as knowledge. Knowledge is knowing facts and figures. Knowledge is, you know, being able to test well. That is knowledge because you can remember facts and figures. You can get the answers right. That is knowledge. But knowledge and intelligence are different. Intelligence is actually the thinking that is is involved. It's the critical thinking, the creative thinking, the problem solving. That is intelligence. So you can perhaps fail a test, um, but be incredibly intelligent. And that means that you have a way of thinking that you can use knowledge you can gain knowledge you're curious about knowledge of course because most intelligent people are but it doesn't come down to having the right answer it comes down to how you think about the problem in front of you right and that is so beautiful and when I reminded myself of that it made me really happy I felt a sense of joy because it's like yeah okay I actually am intelligent because I might not know all the answers I might not have all the facts and figures but I do trust my brain that it's quite a good thinker and I'm quite a deep thinker as well and like I say there's literal different forms of intelligence I think there's like six or eight types um I wish I could remember the name of the the guy who suggested it but there's this theory that there are different types of intelligence and I can only really remember the ones that I have, selfishly, but there's like intrapersonal intelligence, there's interpersonal intelligence, there's linguistic intelligence, um, I believe, uh, I think there's visuospatial intelligence, um, 
there's body kinesthetic intelligence um i might be butchering these but basically like there are different forms of intelligence in that you can have musical intelligence you can have intelligence to do with the body you can have intelligence to do with language you can have intelligence to do with connecting with others intelligence with emotions intelligence with understanding yourself there are so many different forms of intelligence yet if we come at this from the viewpoint of education, if we come at this from the viewpoint of school, then obviously so many people are going about in the world thinking that they're dumb when they're not. Because they didn't test well at school, because they were told that they were a failure at school, because they haven't got the ability to read perhaps, they think that they're an idiot and they're not. And that's so disgusting that we allow people to feel that way. Instead, more people should be talking up and saying that intelligence is just how you think. And there are so many beautiful wide ranges of how we can think, how we can use our brains and our bodies in so many different ways. And that should be celebrated. So if one of your key insecurities is intelligence, trust me, you are not alone. And like I say, go check out my blog because I've spoke more about this and I want to speak even more about this. But the insecurity of intelligence is very normal and there'll always be somebody who you think is smarter than you, but it doesn't matter. We can all be intelligent. And I think what I've said in, in my um, Finding Clarity series about values and metrics for success, I now believe that I value intelligence, yes, but above all else I value learning I value growth you can if you go into a situation with an open mind with the mindset of growing and learning then that makes you an intelligent person if you can listen to different perspectives and you know honor that and respect that then you're an intelligent person if you can think about things deeply you're intelligent if you can think about things creatively you're intelligent if you can be faced with many answers and options and make a decision that feels right to you then you have like spiritual intelligence you know that intuitive intelligence there are so many different beautiful expressions of intelligence and when we think about it that way isn't that just wonderful isn't that so great and shouldn't that be celebrated i think so and one of the second biggest ones especially for me and perhaps many females in this world is body image and beauty standards and basically how we look and appear in this world we like I say I was speaking to my sister-in-law and yeah we we kind of went into a deep emotional dump um, about this because so many people are looking in the mirror and thinking that there's something wrong with them they're insecure about that that role that they feel when they, they sit down they're insecure about um, the way that their skin looks they're insecure about the way that their eyes fall the fact that so many people around the world culturally are trying to look more European, like the European beauty standards, is really sad to me. Um, people who think that the way that they were naturally born is wrong, that it's not beautiful. And it's so important that more and more now we are seeing representation of different body types, of different skin colours being the love interest in, in romance um, narratives. Because, of course, if you grow up thinking that the only person who can get the guy is the hot, skinny, white girl, then you're going to grow up thinking that you're ugly, that you're not deserving. But instead, if you're seeing the black girl, you're seeing the Asian girl, you're seeing the disabled girl, you're seeing the gay, you know, representations as well. Like if you're seeing representation on TV, it allows you to realise that you are beautiful in your form as you are, whatever your skin colour, whatever your body type, anything. And that is so important. 
So if you're feeling insecure about your body, you are definitely not alone. All across the world, everybody feels it. And it's such a shame. It's so sad. And I'm glad that more and more people are taking a stand and putting different people in the narratives of, like I say, the love interest. And that these voices are being celebrated and people are being heard because you are valid and you are beautiful and you're worthy no matter what you look like. Even if you are literally overweight and unhealthy weight, which obviously isn't good for you, you should celebrate your body and the amazing things that it does for you every day. And that you should try and lose the weight and be healthy, not because you hate yourself, not because you're wrong, not because you're not beautiful, but because you are beautiful, but because you do love yourself. And if you love yourself, you're going to look after yourself, right? That makes sense to me. And it was only for me when I put on a stone and a, and a bit um, two years ago, it was only when I stopped hating my body that I actually lost the weight. When I was hating myself and forced myself to the gym, I didn't lose it. So it does go to show that when you come at something with love, when you come at a goal with love, when you celebrate your body instead of hating it, you do go a lot further. So as I say, there are so many different different insecurities, like money and success. Like I feel shame, like the years before, not so much now. Um, about when I was talking about what job I had and what I was doing because it's like oh I only work part-time that that's something to be ashamed of oh I've got an unsuccessful business that's something to be ashamed of oh I can't afford a car that's something to be ashamed of and it's it's not it's not it's not fair who said that you need loads in your bank account to be worthy who says you need a flashy car to be worthy who says that you need um to climb a career ladder to be worthy like I'm in my early 20s, there's nothing wrong with me um, kind of dithering around trying to find what's right for me. That's more important than just settling for any old job that doesn't bring me any meaningful fulfilment, but it pays the bills, right? Um, I know that I come from, I guess, a certain privilege that I can do that, that I have my my mum and my partner to lean on, but even them don't make a lot of money my mom has been a single parent in a low-income household like all my life so I don't take money for granted trust me and I know that there are people who are in poorer situations who will have to take jobs that they they don't like but money shouldn't be our key value it shouldn't be the thing that we chase it should be something that we have because we need financial security financial stability uh, good financial health but we should always put ourselves and our happiness and our health first uh, whenever we can and that's the most important thing to value. So I've kind of been talking for a while. Um, like I say, I might do a blog post about this as well. But I wanted you to know that your insecurities are valid. I'm not saying that because you're not special, you're not alone, that you shouldn't feel bad. Of course, you you can feel bad. And I'm trying to say that you're not alone in feeling bad. It's very normal to feel bad. Um, and I think it's because as I've said in my Finding Clarity series, it's because so many of us have backwards ideas about what success looks like, about what happiness looks like, about what is worthy and what's not, what should be valued and what's not. But instead, when you take back your power and you give yourself permission to believe in and chase different things, you set yourself free and you give yourself power, you give yourself worth. You say, I'm worthy no matter what's in my bank account. You say, I'm loved no matter my body size or my skin colour. You say, I am so brilliant no matter if I fail the test or not. Because obviously, if you set yourself up to believe that intelligence is 
winning in school, it's going to the top universities, it's reading 100 books a year, then yes, you're going to feel dumb. You're not going to feel intelligent. But instead, if you celebrate growth, you celebrate learning, you celebrate self-awareness and openness and curiosity, you celebrate critical and deep thinking, you celebrate problem solving, you celebrate all different types and forms and expressions of intelligence, then you are setting yourself up to feel great, to feel happy, to feel celebrated, to feel successful. If you set yourself up to believe that only every other person on Instagram is hot and beautiful, then you are going to feel like you're ugly. You're going to feel like you're not sexy. You're going to feel like you're not worthy. But instead, if you get in the mirror, and I'm kind of embarrassed to say, but I did this, get in the mirror. You can be in your underwear or naked, whatever you want, and literally stare at yourself. Stare at yourself until you smile. Because girl or boy or whoever's listening, you are beautiful and you should look at yourself in the mirror until you see that, until you promise yourself that you'll never again forget it. Because what we should value in terms of like how we look is what we were blessed with. We should value the celebration of our bodies and what it does for us every single day. It's amazing that my hair can curl even if it goes frizzy. It's amazing that my skin can bronze in the sun when it kisses me. It's so amazing that I can do yoga even with my body size. It's amazing the things that our bodies do for us and we need to celebrate it. We need to look after it. We need to love it. And lastly, I'll just say about the money as well. If you value that you are only good and worthy and should only celebrate yourself when you have um, material wealth, then that's a real shame as well. Because success should come from fulfillment. So if you're doing something that brings you joy, something that you know is meaningful work, something that you're challenged by or good at, then that should feel so much better than exactly how much you're making. As long as you're comfortable and not struggling every month, you shouldn't hate yourself or be ashamed to talk about your job. And if you're somebody who's in between jobs, you're unsure of what you want to do, like I was for so long, then know that you are still worthy no matter what you're working as or what you're doing. You are still worthy and beautiful and deserving of unconditional love no matter what. And yes, you'll have to remind yourself of yourself of that because we really do live in a hustle hard work make lots of money buy lots of things culture but if you strip that all away and look at what's essential look at life through kind of like a minimalist lens and realize that what's actually important is so very little it's our health it's our family it's how we love and how we find our own meaning in this life then you realize that those things don't matter and you are still amazing no matter what So yeah, that's my rant about insecurities. I know that I've been talking for a while and I hope it wasn't too jaggedy, but this is something I'm really passionate about, something that I've tried to focus a lot on in my journal. Um, I would recommend that if you are feeling a lot of insecurities, maybe you were triggered by this episode, then you should hit your journal or speak to your therapist or speak to a loved one, whatever your support system is, whatever makes you feel good get quiet with yourself or read up on emotional intelligence anything that you can do to strengthen your understanding of yourself to understand where your insecurities even come from to undo all this conditioning and learning that said you're not worthy unless you get a good grade you're not worthy unless you're a size um eight like in the uk that is um that you're not worthy unless you make a million pounds like that's not true um if you 
take a step back and realize what's important re-evaluate your values and your metrics and measurements for success and happiness then you actually realize you have everything you need or you know you can focus on what's actually important rather than what you've been told is important by society all along to challenge the belief systems the agreements uh, as the four agreements says um, that you've adopted over, over time it's not your fault we were all conditioned this way and it takes a lot of unlearning um, and uncovering to discover the power within and to realize what's actually important to free yourself and know yourself and celebrate yourself every day to focus less on what you don't have and the scarcity and to realize that you are enough you have enough and you're worthy so take care guys and i'll speak to you next week bye